Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea. Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea. Hi, welcome to Wonderful and Strange. I'm PJ. I'm Celia. And this week we're doing 1991's The Silence of the Lambs, mm. directed by Jonathan Demme. But first, happy birthday! Yay! We are one! Yep, we sure are. We have stuck this out for a year. I'm very surprised. So am I. That's the most surprising thing about 2020 for me, actually. Not not anything that's not happened anything else. in 2020 but that we are still doing this i know we're still doing it no. it's been a year mm. we're on episode 50 quite exciting should it not be episode 52 no well it should technically this but 50- you were away oh yeah they had a yeah yeah and 50 is a rounder number yeah 50 is more better. It's solid 50 is better a strong number is it's 50. halfway to saw <laughs> <laughs> it's halfway to saw I can't believe it, yeah. A year. That's mad. It's been a weird year, hasn't it? It's been a weird year, but we've managed to keep this up, weirdly. Well, yeah. You know. I mean, maybe you just need to not be able to go out in order to things commit to, do. to stuff. Yeah. <laughs> projects. Yeah, year of projects. It. Looking on the bright side, it's been a year of projects for all, hasn't it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so because it's our 50th episode i was gonna say anniversary then yes not 50th anniversary (laughs) so 50th episode as the as the person who was less into horror 
Mm. When we first did this, I just swatted your mm. like where you at? My thoughts. Yeah. Well, what's, I still don't like your... certain things. Yeah. But I've enjoyed films that I thought I wouldn't enjoy. Yeah, like which what? Which is good. Um, well, now that I'm on the spot, I can think of no examples. <laughs> I mean, what, oh, I liked Tenebrae. Tenebrae, Because I've yeah. never heard of that. Um, is it Jallo? Yeah. I've never heard of that before, and I liked them. Yeah. John Saxon. Mad of right. action. Carpenter. Yeah. Like, like Fog. Yeah. Loads. Oh, I really like Old Boy. I think that's been my favourite. Yeah, oh, is that boy. your favourite? Yeah, that your favourite. Is it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That surprises yeah. me. I like. I mean, I liked a lot of them, like The Shining and stuff, and yeah. just loads. But Old Boy was good, because it was... It kept me completely absorbed. Yeah. Good Old Boy. And it was a good maximum twist. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe good. that's it. You like films like with twists. twists. Tenebrae had a twist yeah, in as well. Yeah, I like twists, but... I don't want the the size of twist and, and like an M Night Sh- Shyamalan. Yeah, because that's too big of a twist. Yeah, Do you know, it makes you feel duped. Yeah, I'm not a fan of his work. I want a twist that feels like and it was always yeah, like it was there all along. Not for and the sake of having one. Yeah, it wasn't like an engineered twist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I I love horror, but I feel like. There, there is stuff that we've watched that I've never watched before mm. that I've, I've liked, like the thing, like I can't believe I've never seen that before. That reminds me. Bloody classic. Never I was watching um, Sky Arts and there was a documentary all about Drew Struzan, who was the artist who did the poster for the thing. Oh, really? And he also did Indiana Jones, ah. Harry Potter, loads. And they've done a horror film with hit based on, with Thomas Jane playing him I forgot what it's called it might be called The Mist or something I can't remember but we should watch it it's based on Stephen King The Mist yeah yeah, it is yeah Thomas Jane yeah Frank Darabond so, yeah Drew Struzan was this artist who um, was just really really good but he wasn't like he just got a job because he needed a job because he had a family yeah and he was just really good at painting people and capturing a vibe of a film mm. and he started doing album covers and then he did a film poster and he did he did like did the Goonies Star Wars ah yeah there are there a certain style out there Police Academy ah um, just loads oh, cool. like if you like a movie poster it was probably done by Drew Struzan wow mm. there you go there we go that's a fun In fact I recorded it and I watched it and you know if I record something and watch it I might have to good. try and find that because it sounds quite you interesting try it. yeah he's yeah. was, was a nice guy he is a oh. nice guy he's not dead oh okay I, think. <laughs> I hope not I hope, I hope not we're good movie posters yeah oh. E.T. yeah they're all that kind of there's sort of a perspective of like a sort of big space but then there's a lot of people or, yeah, or something in the middle and that of kind people. of people yeah. yeah but they are they're all quite effective aren't they're they? hyper real but also stylized yeah i might have to record that that sounds quite it's, good it was good i yeah. will research this yeah i think yeah i feel like we've we've sort of discovered some new stuff yeah like the thing I feel like I've discovered a love of John Carpenter, which I didn't know I had. Like, I always liked Halloween, and I liked Christine, and I thought, oh, yeah, they're really good, but I never really sort of actively delved into his stuff. I don't know why, but after watching a lot of his stuff, I I like it. Yeah. 
They live. I love they live. Oh, yeah. Rowdy Roddy <laughs> Piper. That fight scene alone is just... They live was good. Sublime. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, yeah, we need to do some more of him, don't we? What's oh, been your favourite? Oh, you see, I like them all. I, like them. <laughs> I just like everything. What's been your least favourite? My least favourite? <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to remember, isn't it? What's been your least favourite, Insidious? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, Insidious was good, but uh, it did creep me out. It was. It, it's good, but... It was the baby. There shouldn't be ghosts. Ghost pit. That baby, the baby was The baby life. was fine, but it just... Just don't involve babies. I'm just trying to. Th- th- pr- my least favourite, probably, out of all of the ones we've watched, is probably. What was that one of the twins? The twins? The twins. One was a murderer, but he was the good twin, and one was in, locked up. Oh, he was... Blood Rage! Yeah. I bloody love Blood Rage. <laughs> Blood Rage is amazing. It's bad. It's it's bad, but it goes but it's in that good. it goes yeah. into that like good bad category. Yeah, the mum's acting alone. She <laughs> she is incredible. She does like fall into pieces really really well. Yeah, I think I feel like my my probably my least favorite that I've done would probably be Leprechaun. I think. Oh really? I quite like. But I liked it. But yeah. I li- I liked it. But I don't like it as much as other things that we've watched. If you know I what like I mean. Warwick Davis. I like Warwick He's Davis. Good. He's great. I, I looked at. I ended up looking him up on IMDb, and it said at some point in the trivia that his name is actually pronounced Warwick, not Warwick. And I was like, well, of course it's pronounced Warwick. Like the place. That's. I wonder if... But I realised it is actually spelt Warwick, which might be confusing if you're not used to hearing I wonder if American people call him Warwick. Warwick. Because I know on, um, like, watching wrestling when, like, the UK people are on, that's always quite funny. Where where is it? Is it Norfolk? They're like, Norfolk! But it's, like, proper, like, read every word. And it's like, it's Norfolk, mate. It's all right. I find it interesting that... It's funny. English people often... With, with our accent miss out bits of words but Americans quite often pronounce every bit yeah. except when they say missile they call it missile it's like they miss out we, we oh, are like aluminum yeah yeah it's just different isn't it yeah it's weird I couldn't even say water and be understood once when I was in America water yeah water I kept saying water and the water was like what <laughs> I was like water but then the more I said it, the less sense it made. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Water. I cannot wait till I go on this cruise because they're going to uh, be like, what? You need one of those badges that says you're from Yorkshire. I'm sorry, I'm from Yorkshire. I can't neutralise my accent to a PG. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> oh, I wish they'd do a film where like, there was... Um, a bit like in Silence of the Lambs where the FBI have to, to deal with Hannibal Lecter and, and yeah. crack the case if there were special Yorkshire people who could go can you imagine a Yorkshire person dealing with Hannibal Lecter it'd have to be there'd Sean be, Bean it'd have to be Sean Bean there'd be no games no no messing around just tell me who the killer is yeah oh, that reminds me Diana Rigg has died I know Elena Tyrell yeah. R.I.P oh I loved her Emma in Peel. Yeah. Emma Peel. 
I loved her in Game of Thrones. Oh, she was so good. She was the um, the uh, like the old mother Tyrell mm. woman. Oh, was she Grandma Tyrell. I don't know. She always had like little sherries, and she was really, really sassy to everyone. And I loved it. It was great. She was good. And she got she got killed by Jamie Lannister because he poisoned her wine. Oh, really? Yeah. And she, um, but the last thing. Can't she'd she'd killed one of his family or something, and mm. but they thought it was somebody else, and then she was like, "I'm gonna drink this." But she was like, "Just before I go, I killed that person. It wasn't whoever you thought it was." <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> and then they were like, "Oh, it was amazing." And I was like, "I love her. Oh, she's great." Yeah. Oh, I repeat, Diana Rigg. Mm. We love you. You were great. This week. Silence of the Lambs, a classic, directed by Jonathan Demme. I think this might be one of our highest IMDb scoring oh, really? films. It's scored an 8.6 out of 10. Oh, that's a good Normally score. they're about 5 or 6, yeah. <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> so, but then, I guess, it's... Well, it was massive, wasn't it? It was massive when it came out, yeah. I'm sure it was. Because well, I was telling you before, I remember... It, being a child and I think my parents rented it or it was on TV or something and I remember them talking about it and saying oh watch Silence of the Lambs tonight and I thought oh that sounds quite good and I was like can I watch it and they were like no you cannot (laughs) no and I was like but I want to watch it no you can't please I want to go to bed it's not for you how old were you I don't know I must have been quite little 1991 seven yeah, but it's seven. not, not I was seven. For a I was seven, and not I wanted appropriate. to. It was like Deliverance as well. 18. They recorded that. Can I watch that? No, you cannot. Why? Watch it's Deliverance. not for you. We should do it because yeah. that's kind of a horror. Mm. I've still never seen it to this I day. Seen it either. I've I've wanted to sit for ages. Yeah, maybe yeah. we'll put it on the mm. list. Yeah, but yeah, I remember that. I was like, I really want to watch it. No, you can't. Go to bed. I think it was. No, it was. I think I had to go for a bath. They were like, go for a bath, and then go to bed. Bath pyjamas. Yeah, teeth, and I was like, no. yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, man. So, the synopsis. I feel like everyone must have seen this film at some point. Mind you, you hadn't seen I it. Hadn't, I hadn't seen it. But you kind of know the gist films. of it, yeah. don't you? So. Yeah. so, the synopsis is, an FBI cadet gets embroiled in a game of cat and mouse with a convicted cannibal killer, Hannibal Lecter. Will she be able to gain his help to capture the elusive killer, Buffalo Bill? There you go. Well, also, I've got I've got a few sort of facts, but I found a really good fact, and the you know the um, poster mm. for it as we were on about posters. Mm-hmm. It's her face with the moth, yeah, and it's the dead's head pattern. If you look really closely at the pattern, yeah, it's a picture by Salvador Dali oh, called really? In Voluptus. Morris, I think it's called, and it's naked women arranged to look like a skull, which I then realised was the poster for The Descent. Ooh. They, they, it's basically a live version of that picture. Yeah. And I was like, Ooh. oh my God, that's incredible. Yeah. So, so yeah. Old Darley was a... Yeah. Character. But I was like, that's not true. It's just a skull. And then I looked at it and I was like, oh no, it actually yeah. is. And it's like, if you look really close, yeah, mate, it's that picture. Look. How cool is that? I didn't know that. I was I was quite impressed by that. Yeah. But yeah, because I, cause I was thinking like the, the Descent poster is really cool because it's like the women arranged mm. in a skull. But obviously it's come from that. 
Salvador Dali picture. Wow. I need to find it. I went to a Salvador Dali museum once Did and you? I never saw is it that. Barcelona? No. Where is it? Is he Spanish? I don't know. I don't know. It either. wasn't. Where was it? Was it in Prague? Ah. I think it was in Prague. I, I once saw an interview with him and they asked him what his favourite animal was and he said fillet of soul. <laughs> was it well What a guy. Yeah, he was a bit of a bit of a madman, wasn't he? But yeah, I thought that was quite cool, so that's my yeah, that's my that's first fun fact. Apparently Jodie Foster was like desperate for this role. Mm. She wanted to buy the rights to the book, but realised that Gene Hackman had already bought the rights to it. Did Gene Hackman want to play Clarice? No. Oh. She did. He didn't. I think he wanted to play, he to play Hannibal. I could imagine him as the, the psychiatrist. I think he who wanted to play Doctor Chilton. Yeah. No, I actually think I he did. See him as that. But I think he bought it with view to writing the screenplay for mm. it, but then realised that writing a screenplay is actually really hard. I see. It's the sort of thing you think it would be such a cool job. It really yeah. easy, but it's it's just. I think adapting a book is hard. quite difficult. Yeah. yeah. So it it ended up not getting made, and I feel like. There was loads of people who got offered it before she mm. offered it, but... Gillian Anderson was in the running. Yeah. You could see, though, no, I think either Jodie Foster or Gillian Anderson could have played it, but I don't know yeah. who else could. See, Gillian Anderson, have you ever watched The Fall? No, but I wouldn't mind watching she's, it. She's like a police... Mm. Per, not an FBI, but it's like British whatever yeah. intelligence kind of thing but she's really good in it so I could see her being mm. good in it but thing is though I like the X-Files enough that I'm glad that Gillian Anderson didn't play Clarice because if she'd had she might not have continued that's it. in the X-Files that's kind the of thing a, yeah, the, X, weird, the X-Files it? is perfect as it is it's a, it's sort of a weird thing because we were saying that weren't we like how how fi- how films end up actually yeah. be, being made there's so much like so many changes changes and sort of hard things but then you watch this film and it's just right like all the characters were right and and if and if it had been somebody else would it like what vibe would it have been but Mm. sometimes i kind of wish i wish i had that thing in rick and morty where you could watch like tv and alternate timelines so you could be like uh, watching a channel where Gillian anderson played clarice (laughs) in silence of the land yeah I feel oh, there was loads of people who got offered it. I think I f- part of me wants to say Sandra Bullock got offered it. Oh really? I think so. It was like all the sort of women in the nineties who yeah. were quite big, but she fought for it, and through one reason or another, other people she didn't it. get it, and she ended up getting it. Mm. So, so that's good. So good for you. Meryl Streep could have played her. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep no. can play anyone now, I always think. And Meryl yeah, Streep can be St- any person. I like Meryl Streep, but then she was in Mamma Mia and, and that upset me. I saw the first Mamma Mia. <laughs> I did. I didn't watch the other one. I would never watch the other one. <laughs> I like Abba. I don't like Mamma Mia. I, I feel a strong connection to Abba because um, if I don't dry my hair properly... I become Anna Frieda. Anna Frieda. Like she's just like my hair. When I so had a fringe boof, big when, when I had a fringe it used to flick out like that yeah. and my friend used to call me Anna Frieda. Yeah. Abba Abba is my like hair. Abba hair. Spirit. <laughs> spirit <laughs> hair. No spirit animal, spirit hair. Spirit hair. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, so I thought that was quite interesting. So I'm glad she uh 
I'm glad you got it though. And it won mm. it won five Oscars. So it won Best Actor and Best Actress in a Leading Role, Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Screenplay. A lot of people don't class it as a horror film. I do. I think I it's think totally it a horror film. Horrifying. It's very. It's a very sort of subjective thing. A lot of people don't class it as horror, but I feel like people in the horror community do class it as a horror, and it's like the mm. first horror that actually won Oscars and was nominated yeah. for Oscars. You don't get that a lot, apart from Get Out got Best Original Screenplay, mm. I think. I suppose it's, it is a crime procedural. It's, it's a crime thriller, there's as, definitely the horror time. elements yeah, in it, but it's, definitely. It cover both. It's scary. The moth dungeon alone, we'll get to that in a bit. Mm. Ugh. If anyone knows me, you know I bloody hate moths. Like moths. That's my worst my worst fear being murdered and a moth being put in my throat. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway, so we'll start. We open on the woods near Quantico. And you get the uh, the credits and they're like really big black bold letters no, with white yeah. round. It's really it's it's almost eighties ish. Yeah, it it feels quite old looking now. But from looking back from nineteen ninety, it was from nineteen ninety one. Nineteen ninety was basically eighties, wasn't it? I feel it's, it's like so. There's always a crossover, isn't there? It's like early two thousands. I I lump in with nineties films because yeah. they're very very similar. And we get Clarice who's training and she's running through the woods at Quantico and then she gets told by a guy Jack wants to see you in his office so she ends up walking through Quantico and then you get these the shots of like I'm guessing they're all the trainees mm. like messing with guns like learning how to clean guns looking at papers doing learning stuff it was basically like a high school for the FBI wasn't it yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Same vibe as a school, but just FBI. And then she gets in this lift, and it's basically little tiny Jodie Foster, and then all these massive men. Yeah. But I guess that kind of sets you up. She is a woman in a man's world, mm. which I feel like in a lot of jobs that is probably... I feel like even now that's still an issue. Oh, yeah. And it shouldn't be, but it is. But we've... Especially with jobs like that, I think they're quite male orientated. Mm. So she she just gets in this lift and she's like, right, okay then. And she she walks down this corridor to his office and she she sort of pops her head into this room, and they're doing like investigating and they're like, oh, you're looking for Jack? He's he should be in his office in a minute. Just got him waiting there. So she goes in and she sees this wall of crime. It's like the uh, Charlie Day board and Always Sunny with the red strings oh, and yeah. all that lot. Yeah. And you get a, a newspaper clipping that says Bill Skin's fifth. And then there's just like photos of crimes, like skinned people. It's pretty grim. It's quite gruesome. Yeah, she's she's looking at it and, uh, and then Jack comes in and basically saying that... I've got a job for you. And then he's like, well, it's more of an errand, really. And he's sort of... No, it's just a light-hearted errand. He's a bit... He's a bit... I wouldn't say he's condescending, but in the end, he is actually quite a good mentor and yeah. sort of figure for her to learn from. But there are yeah. times where I'm just like, 
don't talk to it like that. It's really annoying. It, it might be that he sees a lot of potential in her. Oh, yeah. But he can't be like, right, this is... Because she's not qualified yet. He can't yeah. be like, this is your sole responsibility to crack this and absolute I wonder, murderer. Yeah, and I wonder as well, because she's not full FBI, I wonder how much they can actually tell her. Because mm. I, I, I reckon there's probably, like, protocols of how much people know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how it, I don't know how it works. Apparently, they did work a lot with the behavioral sciences oh, really? unit at the FBI oh, interesting and and they said a lot of it is pretty close but i don't think they would send a trainee to do this job no which 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 is yeah but maybe also Hannibal Lecter because she was a sort of naive seeming trainee even she was i don't think she yeah. was that naive but she came across to him as not another sort of middle-aged man More genuine that caught his attention yeah yeah definitely. so it might be that they knew he might open up yeah to that's it more but than they, someone who's more he kind of doesn't he doesn't really tell her much and he's in and, and he sort of goes through all these these accolades that she's got so basically you know she's capable she's smart she's done the work mm. she's and she's saying like i want to work in behavioral science and it's almost like it's almost like the uh, man is it Mind Hunter? I think it's called Mind Hunter. Where mm. they be, it's about the FBI and how they did all the criminal profiling. So they interviewed like loads of yeah. serial killers, and that they actually did do that. And then they sort of created a Profile. a profiling system from doing that. It was really interesting. Mm. Um, so so he's basically yeah you know go to Doctor Lecter and. So, given this questionnaire, basically, it's not really, it's not really explained anymore. She sort of says, "Oh, why?" and and but he sort of shrugs it off almost. And you said, which I was really impressed, you were like, when she's looking at the camera, mm. she's not looking at the camera, she's but when off. anyone else is talking, they're looking directly at the yeah. camera, which is an intentional thing. Yeah. So you, it puts the viewer in her position. Yeah. But not the position of everyone else because she's not looking into the camera directly. No. Mm. Apart from when she's talking to her friend, Bernadette. Mm. Bernadette. I liked Bernadette. I don't think she is called Bernadette, but I want to call her Bernadette. Oh, yeah, she's not called Bernadette. Okay, I don't know what she's called, but she's Bernadette. She's in Candyman. We like her. She's always a good friend. She was a good friend. A she's sign always of a good. good friend is you can support someone else's successes. Yeah. Like wholeheartedly, but she she graduated as well, so she yeah she did it as they well. They should so do, but maybe they have a follow up with of them fighting crime. Yeah, like Rosemary and Time. Yeah, but in the <laughs> FBI. Yeah, exactly. I'd love it. Exactly like that. No, none of the gardening. None of the gardening. All of the murder. All of the murder. Yeah. <laughs> I'd I'd watch it. So he starts talking about. Um, this rule, these rules, and he's like, don't deviate from the plan, and he's like, don't, don't tell him anything about yourself. He's very dangerous. Blah blah blah. And then, don't you know? You don't. What does he say? He says you don't want. Don't want him inside, inside your head. Inside your head. And then she's like, why is that? And then you get this smash cut to Doctor Chilton going, a rare psychopath. 
and he is oh god he's awful he's worst and he's he's proper he's almost like showing off about it isn't he and he's like mm. oh, look at my look at my look at my special pet gallery of yeah. weirdos or whatever and I feel like as a as a sort of therapist or head of a psychiatric unit I feel like you're primary objective is to help people or it should be mm. and to rehabilitate these people and if yeah and if not in the parade case of them out find out his motivations he's he can like, better understand of yeah. those cases in the future rather than be like oh he's uncrackable if i can't crack him no one can no yeah. have a go if he's like. almost like a he's like yeah. a pokemon that is caught and he's yeah. like yeah. here is my hannibal <laughs> and there he is yeah so yeah, so she she's sort of saying, you know, I've got this questionnaire, blah blah blah, and he is being a creep, and then says to her something about, um, it was like, oh, you're staying in Baltimore for the ones who know that a little late is always too late, and that the clock doesn't stop just because you're missing a part. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, and our Keep Stock inventory management solutions help ensure you have the right stuff in the right place at exactly the right time. Visit Granger.com slash Keefstock to learn more. Granger for the ones who get it done. Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. Oh, for the night. Oh, it's Ew. very fun. If you know the right person. And then mm. she, so I think she says, she says, she shuts it down, but in a polite yeah. fashion. And I was like, I'm not being funny. I'd take my chances with <laughs> cannibal to be honest <laughs> but yeah she's very she's very professional and she's very you know she's firm but she's fair because I feel like I'd have been like mm. stop being stop. a creep mm. I'm here to do a job she hasn't Shut even up. got a full FBI like graduation and she's already more professional than some of the than some of the professionals the yeah yeah ugh. and then the he goes, he basically follows her down there and he's yap, yap, yapping and he's like, oh, it's very smart of Jack to send a pretty woman to turn him on. Oh, he probably is type and all this lot. And she's just like, ugh, whatever. And then she gets all the, uh, he's like, don't accept anything off him. Mm. Don't get too close to him. And then he starts talking about he uh, fakes some chest pains, got took to the dispensary where they undid his restraints. And then he's like, and he did this to a nurse and holds a Polaroid up, but we don't see it. No, we don't And I feel like it. you imagine the absolute worst. Yeah. And he says that she got a jaw reset and then says his pulse never got above 85 even when he removed her tongue. Oh. Huh. 
so this guy is a real piece of work let's be honest so she i think he he start he sort of he follows her kind of partly in there and then she's she sort of uses the tactic of i think it might be better if i go in by myself because i think he will respond to me better than you because i but i was thinking if he's like this with her he probably cannot stand the sight of you yeah so he's not going to say anything and he and then he's like oh you could have saved me the walk down and then she's like oh well i wouldn't have had your company to walk down so i was like that's a good swerve (laughs) i'd have just been like yeah "Yeah, true you know what's interesting i I don't (laughs) want to spoil it but um so he got chilton's pen which is how he escaped Mm -hmm. and then he went after chilton right at the very end Mm -hmm. so if, if chilton hadn't left his pen there he, his pen was his own his, demise. Yeah, it really was his own undoing. And also, he's a bit of a jerk. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so he goes, and then we get Barney, who is the... I'm guessing he's like the... He looks like a sort of ward. Head warden. I want to say a ward, but it's not a ward. It's like a stone sort of... Mm. Cellar. Corridor cellar thing. But he is the only person who actually speaks to a like a human yeah, being and I liked Barney Barney was good mm. and he sort of says like don't get near the glass and and sort of you know be wary of him basically and then he's like you got this and he's really nice and I was yeah. like I like him he's nice not a creep so she starts walking down this creepy sort of cell thing and then one of them's like Hi, hi. <laughs> and she, like, if I was her, I'd be literally right, touching this wall. wall on the other side. I'd be like as far away as possible, even though they're like behind bars. I'd be like, I don't want to get close to you. Then we get Crazy Megs, who says something very disgusting that yeah. he can smell Doesn't something. Doesn't repeating. It will not be repeated on this podcast. We'd have to be censored. You have to beep it out. I know. Ugh. So, so she's like, oh, all right then. So that sets the tone of the day. <laughs> and then, basically, right at the end, there's a glass. Well, I've, I'm sure everyone's seen this scene before. Like, it's been parodied that many times. I remember French and Saunders doing it. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, and there's a little chair, and then there's a glass, and it pans to him just stood just there. Just stood, absolutely, like a... Um, like an Easter Island statue. Yeah. Like Ramrod straight. Yeah, he's just stood there and it's like, oh, okay. Very much like an Easter Island very, statue. Very, very weird. Mm. Yeah. Creepy. It's not a relaxed sort of, you know, he's not sat in a chair or. He's just stood. Just standing there. Like, do you how long think, has he been though, stood there for? Do you not think your pets do that, though, to you? They just, like, freeze and stare. Oh, my little hammy does it yeah. all the time. She actually. She's not doing it now. She's actually pretty reminiscent of him. The way she, she kept stands doing on it. her little back legs and just stands there staring. Yeah, she was watching it for a time. She was. She, she was, was very, taking notes. She's very engrossed. Yeah, she'd be trying to eat my finger later on or something. <laughs> and then, uh, so yeah, so he, he's like, oh, hello, whatever. And she she introduces herself, and then he's like, may I see your credentials? And she's got a little. ID badge and he's like closer 
closer <laughs> and then she's like no I get too close to you and then he's like oh that expires in a week you're not really FBI are you and she's like well I'm a trainee actually but and then he's like oh trust Jack sending a trainee <laughs> sort of very sort of yeah it's a bit it's, it's a bit quite sort of condescending isn't it and it's very uncooperative at this point it certainly is and then and then she, but she kind of turns it around and she's like, well, you know, I've come to learn from you, mate. Because mm. I feel like she's appealing to she that side of him. him. Yeah. yeah. That side of him that kind of, you know, is like, oh, well, yes, you may have learned from me. Because he wants attention. Because partly because mm-hmm. he's stuck in a cell and he does, he, need, he wants his he's interaction. Got nothing else to yeah, think he, about, yeah. It's his entertainment is to yeah. talk to psychiatrists. And Clarice is like a new one for That's him. the thing as well, because he is a psychiatrist as well. Mm. He'll just run rings around people, I think. I, bet I don't just... think, probably everyone thinks this, but I feel like he wouldn't be able to run rings around me because I wouldn't pay attention to what he was saying. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't listen. You're a tough nut to crack. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> What? I've not been listening to I'd you. I'd be like... I've been thinking about other things. I'd be worried about the mould down there. Yeah, I'd that be horrible wor- damp... Uh. I'd be able to concentrate. I'd be like, oh, I'm going to get it in my lungs. <laughs> so, yeah, so they, they start this dialogue and he starts off and he asks... And he's like, oh, I heard Mig say something. What does it, what did he say? And she, she tells him and then it's kind of a... It's almost like a... He's starting a therapy session. Like, yeah. how do you feel... Tell me how you feel, and then, uh, and then he says that he can't smell that. Mm. And then he said, but then he says something about um, she uses Nivea skin cream and some, and I think she wears Lair Tom, but not today. Did Nivea exist back then? Apparently. Cool. Good for Nivea. Like, is he a bloodhound or what? What is the <laughs> F? You, you put skin cream on two days ago. All right. If this was to happen in 2020, you'd be like, yeah, you've used uh, Carex sanitizer. You've washed your hands 15 times upon entering. <laughs> yeah. You stink of alcohol gel you and a little bit mask. of lush. Yeah. <laughs> that would be. <laughs> that uh, skin gel stuff, whatever, alcohol stuff, yeah. can make you over the limit. If you drive, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, if you because it's absorbed you use into enough you. of it. Yeah, it's quite strong. I feel like you'd have it. to use quite a lot of it, though. Oh yeah, but then again, if you're applying it all the time, mm. yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, it's, it's very strange. And then she starts talking about his his paintings and his drawings, and mm. he's drawn like a view from somewhere, and he's like, "Well, I don't have a window, so you know, I've got to make my own fun, basically." <laughs> met this uh, Florence. Florence, that's it. Mm. And he's very resistant. And he starts talking about how he wants a view. And she tries to give him the she tries to give him the test and he's like, Oh, you were doing so well. <laughs> and you've given me this test. And then they start talking about Buffalo Bill. And then he's like, Why do they call him that? It didn't tell me in the papers and I feel like he knew. Mm. But it's that kind of it's like the whole MIG thing as well, like to get her to open up a yeah. bit. And then she says it was a joke in homicide that he likes to skin his humps. Mm. So he's like, Oh, okay. Lovely. So he's like, Why do you think he does it? And then she says for for troph- like trophies or mm. something and he most serial killers keep trophies, don't they? Yeah, and he's like, I didn't have any trophies. And then she's like, 
now you ain't yours yeah. <laughs> which always makes me laugh and then he um he starts talking about her sort of southern is it southern would you call it southern yeah sort of drawl yeah. accent and he starts like he starts oh, sort of imitating yeah, your her. daddy worked in the coal pit coal mines yeah. yeah and she like she's like oh apparently he improvised that oh did he yeah and the and the reaction of her was like a genuine like bit rude <laughs> is, so did Jodie Foster fake that accent as part of her I acting not, or is she, does she have a, a I think she does of, have a bit of a I really like accent. Her accent it's good it was good it's a bit like um, you know how certain accents are known for being warm like yes the Samaritans likes people with certain accents because they sound caring her accent sound, makes her sound quite caring doesn't it it's not no she was born in Los Angeles oh well then it's a quite a good accent she was just she was still quite she was still Angeles. quite affronted affronted yeah. by his uh, piss take of her accent but I feel like she at this point he sees her as like somebody who challenges him and yeah. and is almost on an equal footing mm. with him I think but then he's like, but I'm not going to do what you want because I'm not going to. And then he's like, I'm not doing this test. And then you get the line of a, sen- a census once tried to take me. I ate his liver with fava beans, which are broad beans. Broad beans, yeah. We found out the broad yeah. beans and a nice candy. <laughs> and, then he, and then he's like, fly back to... Uh, Wherever you're going, little Stalin, because she's got Stalin. And he's yeah. like, fly, fly, fly. And then she's like, oh, I'm sick of this. Then she... I feel like she's quite defeated, as it is at this point. So she gets up to leave. And Miggs is fully naked and mm. throws semen at her. Awful. Which is just disgusting, isn't it, really? Like, I get he's mentally ill, but come on, dude. Don't be gross. He should have glass on his cell as well. They should all have glass he on his cell. Absolutely should. Mm. And I feel like this is kind of a a straw as well. And I, and I think... I don't know if this would have not happened if he'd have helped her. Because then he calls her back, doesn't he? Mm. And he's like... And he's, he basically says, oh, like, you know, that's horrible kind of thing. And then says... Um, look at... What is it? Look inside yourself. And then mentions Miss Muffet. Yeah. And it's a really, like, friend is like, blah, 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 uh, Miss Marvick, go! And then she's like, Ugh. So then she leaves. And she looks really, really defeated and deflated. Yeah. And just humiliated at this point. It's, it's horrible. It's been a terrible day. It's been a bad day. And it's been I was, a bad day. She's not even most? a fully-fledged yeah. agent at this point. She she probably has in her mind, like, she can't do it, she's not qualified, she's not experienced enough, there's no way. But then something's like, yeah. wait she's yeah. cracked it already she doesn't know she's realised it that's it she she gets this um, she gets this flashback because she's going to a car and she gets this flashback of her dad who's coming out of it you find out he was like a policeman and it's kind of a a juxtaposition of her at a car and her as a child looking at her dad mm. and then she has a little cry at a car which mm. apparently, like, somebody who she worked... I don't know if they were in the FBI, but somebody who she worked with, like, during this film, said that they have a lot of emotions to process and sometimes they just have to have a little cry next to the car just to 
get it out get out the so she used that mm. and i was like no i can imagine that actually yeah just going to your car having a little cry and getting on with it i really love her car i have no idea what it is but it's it's just such a cute little 80s car isn't yeah, it yeah yeah so she's she stood there having a little boo and then it cuts to her firing a gun so it's like cry 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 bang 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 <laughs> she's like she's over it now she's shooting a gun it's fine then it's like a sort of training montage of her learning there's like she's trying to apprehend somebody and then they're like where's your blind spot you miss your blind spot behind Mm. you which will come into play later yeah and then she does some microfiche research which is nice i love the old microfiche you know someone's a a true investigator when they get the microfiche out it's not as fun on the internet the microfiche makes it better you do not use a microfiche you will not find the clues that you need exactly will you even know yeah (laughs) i love it so she she gets a phone call from her s- a friend, I think. Is it a friend or is it Jack? No, it's Jack who tells her that Miggs is dead and they said that they heard Lecter whispering at him and I think he swallowed his own tongue or something. Hmm. Um, and then she's saying that he said something about yourself and I found in Baltimore there's a yourself storage that was a good so she goes to yeah i'd have never have come to that no. conclusion i'd still been pondering it now i'd be like no I've 20 years clue. later i don't wonder no. what he meant what did he mean mm. yeah so she goes to this uh yourself storage and this old man says oh yes it's been prepaid for 10 years ago yeah. and i was like who rents a storage unit out for 10 years that's a sure sign of a serial killer and he's prepared i'd be well suspicious 10 years oh how much it costs i'd be absolutely suspicious self-storage is on the rise isn't it because no one's got enough room for all the stuff hand-me-downs from like their grandparents and stuff yeah my mum's like what are you going to do with this carpet that's from 1934 and it's been in the family since then and I'm like well, I have I'm no going to leave it at your house I mom. have no room <laughs> <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave it at your yours. house because I don't want it right now so she can't get into it these men are no help to her they're just sort of she's he's like oh I'd ask my driver to do it but he doesn't like he manual hates, work he hates physical labour the poor driver and he's just sat there work. the other guy's kind of an old man so like I get it so she's like right so she gets a car jack and jacks it up and she's like probably struggling with it at one mm. point no one helps her it's interesting that car jack was big enough to probably lift a pickup truck never mind her dinky little white car but came in handy for came a in handy for that storage door. <laughs> yeah so then she basically lies on the floor and slides underneath because it won't go any further and then she's like so uh, if anything happens to me here's the card to where i've come from uh let them know <laughs> basically and she's like yeah i don't know what's gonna i don't trust those two happen in there to call anyway if it had fallen i do not trust even, those two they wouldn't even open all. the bloody storage thing that they meant to yeah. own so yeah no so she she's like yeah if anything happens just uh that's my number see you later then she gets into this uh storage unit which is massive mm. it's full of furniture it's got a car in it there's and so much stuff it's bigger than my house it's like a ha- you could live in there yeah if you rearranged all the stuff that was in there as furniture you could live in there because mm. it's massive and i'm sure there was a window in it there which was is a weird sort of window towards the back yeah. that's not safe 
No, it's not a good story. Especially space. when you're a serial killer and you want to keep things on the DL. You yeah, don't have a don't window, have a big window in your storage for unit. People to snoop in. You just know someone would come snooping, like Absolutely. me. Absolutely. You'd be like, hmm, oh, that looks mighty snooping. suspicious. Love snooping. <laughs> so she finds a car. I don't know if it's a hearse. I it feel like, like it was a hearse because it had that ruffling mm. stuff on the windows. So she goes in it and there's a headless mannequin in a dress with a book that she sort of looks in and then she finds a head in a jar of a man but he's got lipstick on mm. I think he's got like false eyelashes on as well Was, did the self storage belong to Buffalo Bill or did it belong to Hannibal Lecter it belonged to Hannibal Lecter right, so he has collected this but he so all the stuff in there is his including the mannequins so she goes she goes back and it's raining and he gives her a towel which I thought was quite nice mm. and then she says that she's like well you wanted me to find that head in a jar what what's crack with that did you kill this guy and he's like no but then i think he says that he was a patient of his and he was called benjamin rasbell and then says that he had exotic tastes and stuff which i feel like it's of the time but it's a little bit problematic Mm. Because it kind of portrays people as being deviant who maybe like other things that people don't yeah. like. What I say is do what you want. As long as you're not murdering people, it's fine. you don't murder anyone or put them in a well with the or intention put them in a well, yeah, of making it's a dress fine. out of their skin. Yeah. So, so yeah, and, it, and he sort of says, oh, I could, I could do with um, the case file. And then he, and he says that because I think she's like, did you kill this guy? And he's like, no, but I found him, so I put him in my storage unit. Mm. As you would. As you would. Don't tell the police. As a, 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 a decent psychiatrist would tell the police. But I'm guessing that he found his victim through his psychiatry, mm. so, yeah. It was making me think, if he wasn't a murderer, would he be a good psychiatrist? Because he was very, very good at getting inside very people's intelligent. heads. Very intelligent, yeah. But did he actually have his patient's well-being at heart? Probably not. Probably not. Because he was thinking, I'm going to eat you. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to kill you. He would be a terrible psychiatrist. Yeah. So he's he's sort of saying, he said that he was having therapy with him, was this guy, but it wasn't really going anywhere. And then he says that he, because it, because she says that he had makeup on or something and then he's like, well, he wasn't a transvestite and then says something about an experiment. The whole sort of transvesticism bit is a little bit problematic because mm. it's not really an issue because it's almost like they're saying... It's like saying... Oh, having, I'm a transvestite, I'm going like, to kill people because yeah. I'm a transvestite. Like, questioning gender identity is not a sign of being a murderer. Being a murderer... Is a sign is of, a being, sign a of being a murderer. Exactly. Uh, so then he starts talking about Jack doesn't he and he's like oh oh, do you think he's got a thing for you and do you think he like imagines sleeping with you and stuff and I was like well I hope not she's got to work with him that's well awkward if it is and then um, and then she comes back with she's like I think that's beneath you that's something Mix would say (laughs) snap 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 Um. burn I love it so then it, it, it while this conversation's going on he's on his bed but it's in the dark so you can't see and then the lights go up and you see that all the drawings have gone and there's nothing in there and, and she's like oh 
where's your where's your stuff gone and he's like well I've got an empty room and they've put the evangelical television on channel whatever it is as punishment for Migs and he's like they'll turn that up when you leave so I have to listen to it it's very petty very petty it it does seem a bit petty but it is well it's very it's very petty that's life yeah but then again don't don't sort of whisper to potentially schizophrenic people i guess so he's he's starting to say that he wants the case file isn't it because he's like well Mm. if i had the case file i could have a good look at this and see who's next and then it cuts to memphis where there's a girl in the car yeah, singing, singing away. I'm a great time. She's singing away. She's having a lovely time. And then uh, she's getting out of a car, talking to a cat, see which is in the window. Cat. Little cat's yelling. And then you see somebody turn on some night vision goggles. Mm. Who has the the theme of the, the dirtiest fingers uh, I've ever seen? Oh, oh his fingers. fingers. It's like, Bill, please. just wash your hands, pal. Ugh. Tell you what, that cat is going to be absolutely furious when she gets back. And it's not going to accept that she was kidnapped. It's just going to be annoyed. It'll be like turning its head away. Yeah, oh, you left me. And also, did you leave? You've brought a dog with you. Brought a dog. How very Uh, dare you. It's like a horror film for us and a horror film for the cat. (laughs) Oh, God. So she's got a shopping. Shouts up to a cat. She's about to go in and she hears this sort of rustling noise and she turns around to see a guy with a sofa trying to get it in a van by himself and he's not doing a very good job about it he is totally faking not being able to lift that and i i wrote in my notes and you said it at the same time you were like ted bundy used to do that and i was like i've literally just written ted bundy yeah he used to pretend he needed he put a sling on or whatever yeah he needed help to yeah to lure people away sneaky so despicable and and because she's a good-natured person he's like she's like do you need any help and and i was like that's really nice but like i was like with my 2020 eyes and the fact that i've seen this film i probably wouldn't help anyone because i'd be like i don't want to be murdered i'd be like do you need any help because there's a team of 30 police officers around the corner i'm sure they'll be able to lift it and he'd be like out of there (laughs) he'd be out of there (laughs) yeah do you want to murder me or do you genuinely need help i've got friends who are professional wrestlers they'll be able to they'll lift it lift in it. for they'll you lift it with one finger and if you try anything they won't they will choke slam you <laughs> yeah. within an inch of your life so she picks up this sofa and he gets her in the van to like really get the sofa in the van and then you know he's like oh thanks that's really helpful blah blah, blah. and you think oh that's all right and then he's like are you uh, size 14? Get out. And Get she's out like, right now. She's like, what? And then he just beats her up. It's horrible. And mm. then shuts the doors. And then you're like, oh, no. It's not good. Not cool. Then we cut back to FBI training. And Clarice gets called away because they found a body. So she goes with Jack. Um, and they've, they've figured... I'm not sure how they come to this conclusion, but they figure it out that... He keeps them alive for three days, then he shoots them, then he skins them, then he dumps them. Mm. And then they found Frederica third in the list, yeah, but, but she, she was, was the first yeah. one, they think. So 
she's reading this case file while they're in the car and then he's like right what do you think and she's like well I think he's a white male because people tend to kill in their own ethnicities he's got his own place because he needs privacy it's around 30 to 40 it's quite strong he's cautious Mm. so it's just building up this sort of character kind of thing and then she says she sort of mentions about like she's like if you want if you want me to help with this then let me in the loop like you could have told me that you were wanting Lepta to sort of talk about this and and he was like well if we had have done he'd have known and it'd have been all over you and it'd have just clammed up and not giving you anything so I kind of I kind of get it but you know I think it was for the good of the investigation Mm -hmm. so they go into this room where all the the police of that town are so obviously it's not their jurisdiction anymore yeah the fbi have gone yeah in. they always I, this is such a common theme in movies where it's like the local police hate the fbi and the I fbi don't know always how have it to works. take over it's like well can you not just get for the greater good work together you both sort of police Egos. essentially aren't mm, you so yeah. you're both working to the same goal mm. so just where i don't know but um I think start your day right with daily immune support plus extra strength five hour energy it contains all the great five hour energy shot ingredients plus added vitamins and nutrients like zinc vitamin d3 and vitamin c to help support the immune system it comes in three great flavors ultra orange pineapple apricot and pink watermelon all this comes in a convenient portable bottle that takes just seconds to drink no mixing required daily immune support plus extra strength five hour energy get it today at your local rite aid store the first bet on Caesar Sportsbook app is up to $5,000 risk-free, people. When I told my team about the idea, they said I was being too wonderful and magnificent. But I don't care how awesome this makes me. I'm doing this for the people. So just download the app, and that first bet is up to $5,000 risk-free. Caesar made an app for the people, people. Must be 21. Offer valid in Virginia only and for new players. Paid in bet credits. Terms and conditions apply. See Caesars.com slash promos. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat 1-888-532-3500. He says to one of them that it's something about sexual crimes and he's like, oh, you know, I think we should talk somewhere private. But it was it was like, oh, we better not say it in front of the woman kind of thing. Mm. So they walk off and then she's in a room full of men and then you get them just staring at her. But obviously yeah. they're doing that camera thing. Yeah. So they're staring at you. And it does, it makes you feel really, really uncomfortable. Like, uncomfortable, yeah. I think... You'd have as to a, say something to break silence. As a woman, like, it's... Yeah, it's horrible. And she sort of just stood there like, oh, it's weird. And then she gets a flashback to her father's funeral, which is very similar sort of circumstances. Mm. So they're going in to look at this body, but the police are quite resistant to leaving and basically letting the FBI take over. But she steps in at this point and says you've done all you can you've done a really good job let us take care of her and she words it in a really nice way i think for them to and she's like we will we'll look after her now yeah so they they go then they get this little whatever cream it is to put under the nose to stop the smell oh there's a word is it is it zinc camphor camphor that's what it is what's in tiger balm is it? Mm. Ah. One of the ingredients. I love Tiger Balm. 
That's yeah, that makes sense. Mm. I was thinking it was like Vicks or something. <laughs> to be fair, that'd probably work. That'd it's very work, strong. Yeah. Your eyes would be burning though. <laughs> so they all put this cream on and open the thing and the like reaction of the because yeah. it's an old body it was horrible mm. and she starts to dictate on a tape recorder like what's happened and you can kind of see that she's a bit shook and it's probably the first yeah. one she's done yeah but it's not nice as as she progresses she gets more not I don't want to say confident but like more assertive and she'll do it you know and she's sort of describing the what's happened and she she reckons she's from town because she's got three piercings in her ears and glitter mm. nail polish and I think she said one of her nails is missing because she clawed yeah through something and then they find the diamond patterns on her back and they're Take taking photo photo. Of teeth and yeah, stuff, they check yeah. photos of her teeth and stuff, and then she looks at the photo and says, "There's something in her throat." So they pull out this little cocoon, mm. which was made of tootsie rolls and gummy yes. bears, in case that she swallowed it. <laughs> I which I thought was quite considerate. Yeah, it's nice of them. Yeah, I often wonder. Not always, often, occasionally, wonder. Um, you yeah, when they do autopsy scenes, mm-hmm. how do they edit? Because sometimes it's an actor <clears throat> lying still. Sometimes yeah. it's like a, a, a rubber recreation of the actor. Yeah. But sometimes it's just like a generic body and you, yeah. without, like, that's clearly just... I think it's just editing, isn't it? Yeah, so they must get the actress to do some bits and then have, like, a face yeah. mask for other bits and stuff. It's like, um, there's a film called... The Autopsy of Gender, which is a really good film, but it's basically this. It's about a um, like an is he a mortician? I suppose a mortician and his son, but they do autopsies. Mm. They find a mysterious body in the basement of this house, and it's this woman, and they don't know what's wrong with her. And and as they as they try and find out what happened to her, like stuff starts to happen it's really it's really really good but like the there is an actress who was the body so yeah. i thought god like she must have had to oh, sit lie there for that's the hardest ages like i don't i don't think i, I could, could do, not do it. it i would be i would laugh i'm too I would laugh when they're saying the lines around i'd be, I'd be coughing and yeah. blinking and breathing 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 i'm a loud breather so i'd be like <laughs> <laughs> they'd be like this this body has been in the water for three weeks. <gasps> <laughs> this body may be alive. Oh, God. It's terrible. So she, yeah, she ends up, she calls him out because she's in the car with him on that woman comment and he's like, I'm sorry. I just had to say something to get him out. Mm. And then she's like, well, don't make me look like an idiot basically yeah. and, and then he's like noted and I feel like that's his kind of I'm sorry like because I think he, he does he does have respect for yeah, her yeah. because he knows that she is good at a job it as well it might be he has respect for her but then when he's surrounded by loads of sort of male law enforcement yeah. officers he feels like they expect him not to respect her yeah so he sort of plays a part when he's with them but yeah it's like you remember look right idiot mm. there so and he goes but to I sleep. like how she calls him out on mm. it and it's kind of interspersed with her reporting on on this body and what's what's happened to it. And then, in my notes I've put, she goes to visit the bug nerds. 
who are they're great. They're in like a. They look like they're in like the Natural History Museum yeah. or something like that, don't they? And they're playing like. Looks like they're playing chess with Beatles or something. Yeah. Don't well, they? they are, and it's like, well, how can you play chess when the Beatles are moving? Yeah, that's just them playing chess, and you're watching. And she, because she says something about it, doesn't she? And and then he's like, well, is that not how you play it? And it's like, no, you got no. Beatles on it. So yeah, a little bug nerds. She uh, gives them this cocoon that they've found, and. And then they're like, ooh, is it for the Buffalo Bill case? And she's like, I am not at liberty to discuss that information. And they're like, cool, crime scene. Cool. They're really excited. (laughs) And um, one of them asks her out for burgers. Yeah. And then she's like, are you hitting on me? And he's like, yes. Yes. (laughs) It's like, oh, you nerds. Is it in reality, though? Is Is it a good idea? to pick that moment maybe when she's just getting a coat like if you really want if you really like like her you want to yeah. ask her out maybe wait till she's just getting a coat and involving not when they're like and right then when she at says the point no, of revealing the moth when, you, yeah when she says no it's not as awkward because then, you know, then she can leave she can leave and you can get on with you your can life go. yeah yeah exactly but he did it's like everybody like she's trying to be professional and they're all like hey wait you want to go out no I want to do my goddamn job and find this killer I don't have time for you right now she <sighs> should be like I so will annoying. give you a date if if we catch the killer if and when call <laughs> <Yeah>. me when <laughs> the killer's caught call me back until then yeah. I am not interested yeah so the other one cuts this uh, cocoon up and we learn that it's a dead's head moth and he's like Dead's head moth. Death's is it head? Death's head. Death's de- yeah. death. Yeah, because the, um, the back pattern on it looks like, like the skull, skull, which is what we were saying before. Mm. But then I did actually look at them and they do actually look like that, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, ugh. Well, I really don't mind moths. Oh, they freak they me out, me man. At all. Rats and worms. Nope. No. I'd take moths rats and worms over moths. moths fine, yeah. And then we cut to... Feel about Creepy. spiders? No. I had a interesting, just as a tangent. Yesterday I was driving. Oh no! And um, I had stopped in traffic, and I noticed there was a spider with a big cobweb across my wing mirror. <coughs> I could still see through my wing mirror, so it wasn't illegal. <laughs> but, but it just was just acquired a pet. Yeah. And I was like, well, if it stays there, it might get blown away or something. So I thought well, I better try and rescue it. So I scooped it in gently. And then the traffic started moving, so I tried to get it off my hand so I could drive. And it ended up on the steering wheel. And then it had sort of gone... I, like, made a little strand of web, and it went, like, down inside the steering wheel. I was like, oh, no, if I turn the wheel, it's going to get squashed. <laughs> and I was like, this couldn't have gone worse. So I was like, well, I can't... I can't be driving. I can't really do anything. And then five minutes later, I looked down, and it's walking around the top bit of the steering wheel. Oh. Like it's walking on, like, a Ferris wheel or something. It was probably having time of its life. So oh, I managed no, to... By its web, I picked it up by the string that was coming off it of web, and then it got on the gear stick, and then it went down the gear stick into the little like gear stick base, whatever. And then who you knows? don't know where it went. Who knows? So what, you, in the what car. you're telling me is you've got a little spider living yeah, in your car. A very very lucky spider. Oh my god. I know. Was it a little spider? Yeah, it was tiny. That's oh, all right then. Yeah. Oh, I, can... I don't mind little little ones and money spiders. Yeah. I don't. I, like money I, spiders. I wouldn't go anywhere near a poisonous spider. No. I held my friend's tarantula once, mm. and it was weird. It 
was light you couldn't feel it mm. like it was like holding a feather they're very but um, I could feel like softer I could they? feel its legs like stood but it was like because the, they look really heavy mm. I always thought they were really they'd be weighty. like weighty yeah not no. at all weird they taste through their feet don't they and then and then he told me it might jump and I was like nope no nope. you can have it back now <laughs> well so anyway cut to creepy moth dungeon mm. where I swear I saw some atlas moths and I was like this guy is definitely a psychopath he's got atlas moths living in his house they, they have those at the butterfly house how big are they the like bigger than your oh, face my they're goodness. big 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 moth they're too big and I like them I'm gonna I'm gonna google one for you Go- oh yeah please wait yeah, so yeah, so I've just shown you a picture of an Atlas moth. Atlas moth. A video of a man who had a thousand, thousand. in his house. My favourite part of that video, though, is because it had subtitles, which were obviously captured from the sound or whatever, yeah. whatever they do. But it mistook Atlas for pantless. Pantless. Well, they pantless weren't, moths. They weren't wearing pants. They weren't. Most moths don't. I didn't like it. They were all over his face. They were all in his house. Oh, Quite it was the worst. moths, aren't they? Oh, they're so big. I don't see them that big, usually. I'd have to burn that house down. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, creepy moth dungeon. The chimney. <laughs> <laughs> I like them. <laughs> Luckily, they live. They're inhabitants of Asia. Yeah. Because I checked. Because mm. it was like, if they're in this country, I am all leaving this country. Leaving. They're only at the butterfly house, so that's fine. So, we're at his creepy moth dungeon. There's Atlas moths. There's moths of all shapes and sizes flapping around. Ugh. To it, and it, it's like really grotty down there, isn't it? And there's a hole in the ground and you see who is Catherine mm-hmm. yelling to be let free out of this hole. I'm so glad she was alive. I didn't realise she was still alive. I'm very glad yeah, she was alive. That's it. But then it's a countdown of she's got three days to live mm. because this is his modus operandi, isn't it? So then it cuts to the TV of Catherine Martin is missing. She's the daughter of a senator and they've got three days to find her basically now. And it's the mother speaking out and showing childhood photos and she mentions her name over and over yeah. again and then Bernadette says, oh, that's really clever using her name to humanise her because mm. he might not want to kill her if he sees her as a person. It cuts to her arguing with Chilton to let her see Hannibal Lecter and he's like he's got such a massive ego, this guy, and he's just like, well, I should be involved in mm. this and... Basically, she says, we're FBI, so we have jurisdiction. If you don't like it, you can ring this number. But I'm going in there whether you like it or not. (laughs) So I was like, yes. So she goes in with this deal with Dr. Lecter of that he'll get a place with a window and one week a year he gets to go on a beach and swim for an hour. Swim, yeah. Yeah, he can swim for an hour. Um, and it's basically help us find Catherine and then we'll do this for you. If she dies, you get nothing. Mm. And he's kind of like, yeah, okay, maybe. And then he starts talking to her and he's like, if you want this, I want something as well. So tell me about yourself, which she's not supposed to do. And he's like, what's the worst memory that you've got as a child? And she's like, the death of my father. Mm. Killed... He was basically killed in the line of duty. I think he was apprehending some burglars or something yeah, and they shot him. And they shot him. And he lasted a month. That's horrible. Mm. Like, he survived a month. 
And then she basically said she was 10 and mum died when she was young, so she she was left with nobody. And then she's like, but you tell me something. And then she's like, he says something about was, was she a larger girl? And then she's like, she was a size 14. Size 14's not even that large. Not that large, but... Just normal size, really. Mm. And then he she says oh she says what about the moth in the throat we found one in the head in the jar mm. and then he says oh a moth cocoon a chrysalis a symbol of change um she i think he says i think he asks her more about like being orphaned and she's she sort of doesn't really give a lot away and there's this there's this shot of him it's her looking in, but then the reflection of him looking out. Yeah, it's outwards. well done. Isn't it? Yeah, and it's kind of yeah. I don't know what it symbolises. I think they kind of almost both like not not the same, but kind of the yin to each of his yang. Yeah, yeah. And I think like he he does feel challenged by her, and he's like, I like you. You are good. And then it cuts to another sort of quotable. It rubs the lotion on its skin. Ugh. Or else it gets the hose again. And then she's she's sort of crying. And at this point, he's speaking very... He's got like... It's not a posh accent, but it's very... It's like there's no accent. It's sort of mm. very neutral and very... It's almost like... Like news readers. They have that... I can't remember what it's called, but it's like a sort of neutral... Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like that. And, and he's like, put the lotion on. He's yeah. being very restrained because she's not it's obeying very calm. Yeah. He's very calm. And he's like, put them on. And then she, she's like, let me out. And then he's like, right, put the lotion in the basket. And then she carries on. But then he, he drops it completely. Mm. And then he goes into the, I don't know what accent it is, but whatever accent he, it is. Put the lotion in the basket. And then she sees... A nail in the wall where somebody's obviously yeah. dug out, where that woman dug herself yeah. out because they said her Terrifying. nail was missing, and mm. she freaks out, which you would do anyway. And then he kind of, it, it's weird because it, it kind of, there's times where he's looking at her and she's crying, and it's like he can't bear to look at her, mm. and it's almost like he doesn't really want to kill them, but it's kind of he needs to because he needs the skin. Yeah, almost. Oh, it's it's so weird. Weird. Um, but yeah, there's like bit. It looks like there's like bits where he like it looks like he's gonna burst into tears, and yeah. he's like, I can't look at her. And then, but then she starts crying, and then he starts mocking her. Yeah. So I was like, oh, you've kind of ruined that then. So I don't, I don't know. It cuts back to she's trying to broker this deal with Hannibal Lecter, but in the meantime of this, Chilton is listening. Mm-hmm. So he decides to ruin it. He ruins the deal, basically. And he goes in. She... He tells... He tells, he tells Hannibal that, basically, the deal fake. isn't real. Yeah. And he's like, they never even spoke to that senator. The, there is mm. no deal. But then he's like, but I can get you a deal. And in this time, he's like, sort of... Strapped, strapped to, to a thing. board thing. His nose is really squished. Yeah. And then uh, there's a th- there's a pen on the bed that he keeps looking mm. at, and I was like, mm, pen. pen. Do not let him have that pen. If 
Chilton hadn't left that pen, mm-hmm. things would have gone very differently. And he's so he's like, yeah, I'll get you a deal. He says, fine, I'll tell you. It's called Lewis, but I'll tell the senator the rest. Mm. So they basically take him to, I think it's take him to Baltimore, don't they? Is it Baltimore? To meet this. Uh, yeah, to meet to meet this senator basically. So then it, you get him strapped to the board with the brown mask yeah, thing on, like the, the iconic sort of. Yeah. And uh, is it really necessary to have the mask? I mean, no, it is. It is. But is it biter? Damn right. Is not have like a sort of different set. I don't know. It just makes him look worse. It, like makes, it, it makes him look <laughs> yeah. more creepy. It makes him look more intimidating. They should just put him in like. A cage, or I don't know. They did put him in a cage. It didn't work. Yeah, it didn't work, did it? Apparently, as well, he practiced going really long periods of time without blinking. Because oh, wow. if you notice, he only very, very rarely blinks mm. at certain points. But apparently, he had a friend who was like that who just barely blinked, and he was like, it freaked me out. So how do you how how do you not? Well, I mean, I think you can train yourself to blink less. Just blink less. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so a lot of the time he's just not blinking at all. It is really unnerving. So, yeah, he uh, he basically says that this... He tells her that this um, Buffalo Bill's real name is Lewis Friend and he was the lover of um, Benjamin Raspell, mm. who they found in the jar, who he murdered, basically. And then he starts talking about whether he breastfed his her child or something and insults her and she's like I have to listen to this I'm not going to listen to this and then he basically describes him so he's like he's oldish he's blonde he's got blue eyes blah 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 and then and then at the end he's like oh senator and she's like what and he's like love your suit (laughs) (laughs) so sassy Uh, and then we get... So, basically, he's re- revealed the name of the killer, so Chilton thinks he's, like, the best guy in the world. Yeah. Talking to the press, like, my name, oh, My name's Chilton, everyone. Just so everyone knows it's Chilton, me. It's all Chilton, about me. I yeah. did it. It was me. And it's like, oh, he's proper bragging away. Then Clarice comes and sees Chilton with his entourage of people bragging away, and she's just like, oh, for God's sake, honestly. Then uh, the the people at this desk are like, do you know the rules about him? And she's like, I've questioned him before. And it's like, people always question her ability. Mm. She's the most capable out of everyone. So she gets to this... I don't even know where it is. It's somewhere that has a lift and then a really big like a, room. Looks like the sort of county hall type thing. Yeah. Like the town hall, town hall or whatever. And they've got like a cage from the zoo. Yeah. And put it in the middle of a room. <laughs> did, did it not have like a, a police station with a holding cell? No. That might have worked Was it the police better. station? Sh- well, I don't know. But why would they have a big hole big in it? Hole. It was like, it was like, like the a town hall with a, with a zoo cage. Just put it, go to the local police station where they've got cells and use that to place him. Surely that'd be Surely. better because there'd be less points of escape. Yeah. 
weird. Just but, don't know. Anyway, I feel like it wasn't as dramatic though if they'd have done that. To no, it wouldn't have. Well, it wouldn't have worked for the film. And yeah. it and it cuts to him really living his best life because he's got a desk in there, he's yeah. got chairs, he's got rugs on the floor. It's all very fancy. And he's sat reading a book and just loving life really. Yeah. So he's like, amount of that music, amount of that crap cell. Life is better. So she comes, and uh, and she's like, "Oh, come to see what you're doing." And, and then he's like, "Oh, you've come to see me again." People think we're in love, and then you were like, "I don't think so." I don't think so. <laughs> Which I loved. I don't think so. <laughs> and then uh, he basically says that he knows about the deal, and then he says. Uh, what is it Anthrax Island or somebody mm. calls it and he's like oh that was a nice touch was that your idea and she's like yeah it was actually and then he's like well you know Catherine's time's running out and you've been messing me about so you know I'm not mm. going to tell you anything and then she says what Lewis friend which is an anagram of iron sulfide which is also known as fool's gold mm. which I was like very clever yeah very clever and then he's he's sort of trying to sort of coach her and he's like, well, you know, you're not thinking about it properly. What does he do? And then he's like, he kills people. And he's like, no, the killing's incidental. What does he do? He skins people. No, wrong again. And then he says he covets. And then he says something about we covet what we see every day. And then he decides that he wants to do some more psychotherapy mm. on her. And he's like, so... Uh, you were orphaned, you went to go live on the ranch. What happened? And then she's like, well, I went to the ranch and I stayed there two months and I ran away. And then he sort of says, I think he says, like, were you molested? He basically implies, like, was she molested by... Mm. And she's like, no, they were good people. Like, yeah. can't fault them as people. That's not what happened. And then she tells this this story about how she woke up one morning and she heard screaming and it sounded like a child screaming, but it was the lambs in the barn that were being slaughtered, mm. which I imagine is quite scary mm. when you're a sort of 10-year-old girl. So she tried to save one and ran away. And then she, I think she got found by whoever it was like running down the road because she was like I couldn't carry this lamb yeah he was too heavy he was too heavy and I was 10 and it was mm. horrible I don't want to think about it and it's like she's reliving it she don't yeah. want to remember it it's horrible she's like she's nearly in tears and then he sort of says do you think if you save her it'll stop the screaming lambs and they were like <gasps> Like the film title! The <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, yeah, that's where it comes the from. The Silence of the Lambs, yeah. And and I think that's it. I think she feels like if she can save people. And I think also, because her dad was a, a person of law as well, mm. it's been instilled in her at a young age. So then Chilton arrives and puts a stop to this. He's like, get out of my... Get out, of my get out of my jurisdiction yeah. or whatever and I'm like how, how has she been chucked off the case but I think it's because of the fake deal so yeah. they've gone over their heads basically yeah. haven't they and said right get lost so he he's had the case file so he's like you forgot your file and then she she breaks all the rules and grabs this file off him and he like touches a finger ever so slightly just slightly grazes a finger mm. ever so slightly and it cuts to her at the airport away 
and then it cuts back to Hannibal. He's drawing, he's drawing Clarice with her lamb. Yeah. Listening to classical music, it's all very civilised. And I feel like at this point, he has been very civilised. Yeah, very, very, very put together. Yeah. Very measured. And that will change. Two guys come and they're like, oh, he's ordered another tea. Lamb <laughs> chops extra rare. Which I thought, oh, yeah, lamb chops. That's, yeah, yeah, that's apt. It's interesting that he asked for a second meal and they were like, yeah, okay. I know, I was like mm. pandering to his every whim. Yeah. Two teas. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but he's behind a screen and they can't see him and you see him spit something out of his mm. mouth, which is a little bit the of the pen, pen from Dr. Chilton. And he's, uh, he's dressed all in white, which apparently Anthony Hopkins wanted to go for because it's very clinical like yeah. dentists and I think dentists freak him out. Yeah. So he was like, I think it'll be more disturbing than if I was in like a jumpsuit or yeah. something. So they, they sort of, they do the ritual and he's like, ready when you are. And then they tie, they handcuff him to the bars of the zoo cage. <laughs> I want to call it a cell, but it's like a zoo cage. It's zoo cage. Um, while they take his, his dinner in. But obviously he's got this bloody little pen bit which he starts picking his handcuffs. If you did that with a normal pen, it would just bend, because normal pens are really cheap, aren't they? You need, a, like, a fancy gold uh, yeah, pen. Yeah, but if it was a biro, it'd be, it'd like, be like, yeah, I've broken it. Broken. <laughs> so, yeah, so he's picking this lock. Ran out of propane? No need to drive to the store when you can get propane delivery straight to your door with Cinch. C-Y-N-C-H. Cinch brings the tanks to you. It's easy and convenient propane home delivery. Here's how it works. Go to cinch.com, that's C-Y-N-C-H.com. Enter your zip code, select your delivery date, and drop off location. It's really that easy. Just set your used tank out for pickup the night before your delivery, and Cinch handles the rest. There's no ongoing commitment when you try Cinch, and they accept any and all tank brands for exchange. Not a Cinch customer yet? What are you waiting for? New customers can get their first propane tank exchange for just $10 with promo code TANK10 at checkout. That's C-Y-N-C-H dot com, promo code TANK10. Turn up the heat this summer with Cinch, ridiculously easy propane grill tank home delivery. Limited time offer, restrictions apply. Visit C-Y-N-C-H dot com slash offer for details. Presented by Climate Power Education Fund. Does big oil care about our streets flooding or our homes burning? Not according to an ExxonMobil top lobbyist. Did we aggressively fight against um, uh, some of the science? Uh, yes. You know, we were looking out for our shareholders. They care about profits, not people. Learn more at polluters.exposed. And the guy goes to put his tea down, but not on the drawing. He's like, can you take my drawings off? Because... Yeah. Yeah. I've spent time doing them, which is fair, fair enough, enough, but it's just giving him a bit more time to yeah. undo his thing. And then you notice there was a magazine called Bon Appetit. Bon Appetit. <laughs> bon Appetit. Oh, bon Appetit. A discerning uh, prisoner. Yeah, and I was like, all that account, you know, he's listening to classical music and all this. Like, and he's quite like a cultured, sort of refined it's, gentleman. But it's, I don't think it's put on. No. To me, I think that's that's just what one he, side of him yeah that he is yeah that's how he is i imagine that's how his parents were but i think that makes it so much more terrifying yeah because then obviously he gets free cuffs a guy to the zoo cage 
who's mm. putting his dinner down, bites his face off Ugh. nearly, and and then just starts smashing his head against the bars. Then the other guy, oh, he gets mace sprayed in his face as well. Then he clubs the other guy to death, and all you see, but you don't even see him do it. You just see Anthony Hopkins just holding yeah. the thing and he's like so calm it's very brutal it's so he's so calm and then he's just stood there listening to music it's really really creepy mm. and then he uh, and then he says again he's like we're ready when you are officer Hembry or Pembry yeah. whatever he's called and you're like oh god yeah. so creepy then it gets to the the people who were downstairs see the lift moving and they're like well nobody's up there what's going on and then they hear shots fired, so they're like, uh ooh, it's mm. not good. Mm-hmm. It's stopped on three. So they ring, they're like, right, we need a SWAT team. Yeah. Ambulance. Close off ten blocks, we need an ambulance. It's it's bad. Then they look in the lift, but there's no one in there. And then they enter the room where he was, and obviously there's one of the policemen strung up by a flag. His insides are on the outside, it's horrible. There's another guy clinging to... Well, they think he's dead on the floor. Mm. And Hannibal is nowhere to be seen. He's awfully um, violent. I know, but from such a measured thing, it's it's like zero to 100, isn't it? Well, yeah. Then the SWAT team come. Chris Isaac is one of the SWAT team people, which blew my mind. So who is Chris Isaac? Chris Isaac is a singer. Ah. And he sung that song, Wicked Game. I don't know it. You will know it. You'll know it. I'm not I'd never it. know any songs by the title. I'm not going to sing it to you. Well, no. But I'll, I'll play it for you play in it a later. bit. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he's one of the SWAT people. And then they find Hannibal on the roof of the lift. They shoot him in the leg to see if he's alive. <laughs> he is not alive. And then they... It sort of builds the tension, so they're sort of creeping into this lift to open the hatch to get him yeah. down and then he hangs down but then you realise there's a guy in the ambulance who they thought was a policeman it isn't he sits up but I thought it was really interesting because the um, the heart monitor was really really low mm. until he stood up but I thought it, as he like practised to get his heart to beat down heart rate, yeah. to, to be like clinging on to death because I feel like he's been planning it, it. him so yeah I wonder if that was like a learned thing as well and he basically takes off the policeman's face and it's him and you're like oh no that's Um, it's quite creative yeah you called it because you were like that's not him (gasps) yeah and I was like I did I was shocked when I first saw this I was like oh my god but you were like yeah no that's not him well tell you now yeah, but yeah. Ugh. Just think of the worst thing you can do, and that's what he's his doing. Face on someone else's face. Oh, it's horrid. I would want to wash my face after that. Absolutely. Ugh. So then um, Bernadette tells, is it Bernadette? Yeah, Candyman lady tells Clarice that he's gone missing, and then he's like, she's, she's like, he won't come after me. What did you say? He'd consider it rude. It, yeah, he'd consider it rude. Like that, yeah. But I think because he's got a bit of respect for her, hasn't he? So he's like, yeah, maybe I won't kill you because you're all right. So I'm off. And then he said that it's all it's all in the file. 
So she's like, but I've been through the file. I don't know what it is. I, I genuinely don't know what else I could say. <laughs> um, and then we get cut to Bill sewing his suit. Because you were like, oh, mm. is he sewing? Yeah. And then yeah. you were like, is he sewing skin? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. He was. He was. With think. his dirty, dirty fingers. I don't think you can Gross. put skin through a sewing machine and get a... I, I don't know how you treat it, but I don't think... think you I think could you need to needle. treat things, don't I don't you? think you could, like, yeah, needle it. I think your I, needle would break. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I've never done it, and I, I never want know. to try it either. I don't want to experiment. I'm interested <laughs> in the outcome. So... So it cuts back to them and she's looking through this case file and then they find out that he's annotated the map and he's basically said, are these as random as you think? Mm. And then she ends up saying Frederica, who was found third, was the first person. And then she's like, what do we covet? Things we see every day. He must have known her. Mm. So then she goes to investigate in her town. Yeah. Which uh, we saw a giant three-tiered birdhouse in one of the gardens. Yeah, it was that massive. was a quirky little place. Yeah, yeah. three-tiered bird. How many birds do you expect nice little to sort visit? Of town place, wasn't yeah. it? So she goes to the parents' house of Frederica, and she's looking in her room to see if she finds anything because I like it's as she, as she left it, which I thought was really sad. Mm, yeah. Oh, I was oh. And uh, she looks at this music box and finds some saucy pictures of her hidden in it. Yeah. But I was like, why would you keep your own saucy pictures of yourself? It's Mm. weird. I don't know. (laughs) And then I put, the cat helps her solve the crime because the cat is sat in another room. Yeah. And for some reason... it meows her. It meows at her and then she goes to follow it and she sees a mannequin... So obviously she made dresses and yeah. stuff and she's looking through the wardrobe and then sees a dress with diamond Diamonds. patterns on it and then she rings Jack and she's like he's making a woman's suit. Making a woman he's suit. making a woman's suit. And then he's like, he's really good at sewing so he might have this skill and, and I found him and, and then he's like, I'll, I'll stop you there. Right. let's just stop you. We know who we it is. solved it. Don't you? You Don't you worry. We've solved it. He says it's... Well, at first he says Jamie Gum, Mm. and then he says Jame Gum. Mm. But I think in the book, his name is Jame. Jame. Because there's a misspelling on Um. his birth certificate. So I don't know if he was meant to be called James or Jamie. And that's... and, And apparently that's the reason why... He's had an identity crisis, and it's and it's stemmed from this. Really? Yeah. This I swear this is in the book. Wow. But I was like, people get my name wrong all the time. Mm. I have never ever wanted to kill people and make <laughs> a suit out of skin. Do you know what? Lots of things can happen to you in life, but it is your decision as to whether or not you try to murder people. It's no matter what a, has happened in your life. It's more of life. a minor irritation than mm, anything, and sure it's just is. spelling out your name. Yeah. Or shortening it to PJ yeah. because it's easy. That's what you just do. Should have said, my name is... Or just said, my name's Jamie or whatever. But yeah. Yeah, whatever. But anyway, they find him because he got done two years previous for shipment of caterpillars. Mm-hmm. So, but then he's like, we wouldn't have found him without your help. And then they're basically going to the house and then he's like you stick around there see what else you can find because yeah. they're obviously we want to build a case to get him 
So then we've got Catherine in this hall and she's on the case to get out. She's trying to call Precious. She's, yeah. She's got could, a bucket. Sort of a good idea. Yeah, she's tied a bone to a bucket. Yeah. And she's calling Precious. And then we get Q Lazarus. I love this song, but every time I see it, I see him tucking his junk. Mm. It's horrible. Uh, so, yeah, he's playing with his woman's suit. He's wearing... What did you, what did you say? he's wearing someone's hair. He's wearing someone's hair. And I was like, he's wearing someone's scalp. And you were like, oh, God, that's, that's even worse. That's worse. <laughs> and he's putting his putting his makeup on and being like, oh, I'd fuck myself and all this lot. And he's just like, oh, God, please. Meanwhile, she's trying to get this dog to uh, get in this bucket. Also noticed that dog is immaculate. It is. How is that it so clean in this filthy house? That house he lives in is disgusting. Ugh. His hands are disgusting. Dog. Immaculate. Immaculate. Glowing white. Immaculate little, like little beans or something, whatever. Was it Dax? Daz. 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 It's definitely had some sort of perm and wash. <laughs> I heard of someone who had a That's white it. dog called Daz. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cute. It's a lovely little, uh, lovely little dog. So it keeps. So it's cutting to him, sort of taking these weird pictures of himself in makeup and all that lot. And then her trying to get this dog. And then the FBI getting ready to pounce on this house. So you're like, yes, he's mm. gonna get caught. And then it goes to him playing with his moths. And yeah. I was just like, Ugh. he's touching them. He's touching them. It's horrible. It's all the math stuff, I can't stand it. And then he hears Precious yelp. So he's like, Precious, Precious. And then she has got the dog. And she's like, oh, the dog fell in. I think he's broken his leg. And and, and he's like really upset. And he's like, don't you hurt my dog. Oh, no, don't make me hurt your dog. That's it. And she's like, you better let me out of here immediately. (laughs) And then you hear the doorbell going and he is like oh, who can it be and and it sort of it cuts to the doorbell close up of the doorbell ringing and then him going to the door and then the FBI getting ready to strike and then you're like oh my god and then he opens the door and it's Clarice and she's there by herself she's got the right house the FBI at the wrong because, house because she got um she got like a a tip off didn't she she was talking to a woman about a an old Mrs. Lippman who they used to do sewing for mm. her and, and that Frederica. So they break into this house full guns a blazing, which is his house, I think, but he's not there, obviously. No. And then he's like, uh oh, Clarice. <laughs> and then she's sort of looking around and it, it pans, there's like railway tracks like behind this house and it sort of pans and it's really really quiet and you're like oh my god she's by herself yeah. like there's nobody there's to know no she's there there's no one to help there's no one to help you don't no one knows she's there oh it's horrible and then so she she's sort of asking him questions and he's a bit he's being a bit weird and like when he answers the door he's like was she a big fat person and Immediately, kind of that's alarm. But even if you didn't know it was him, they'd be like alarm. And he's like, him. oh, sorry, the paper, and yeah. and yeah, he's being really weird. And but I feel like it's kind of a, he's enjoying the sort of like I know, I know, I did mm. it, but you don't know I did it, kind of thing. And she, um, she sees a moth, 
Yeah. So then she's like, she's like this something is a flipping foot. guy. Mm. So she like she takes the safety off a gun, and then sort of He's tries like, to play it cool. Do, do they have any fingerprints or or any any evidence? And like, she's like, no, him. no. She's like, no, don't don't know anything. And then he's getting a business card out for some for something because she's like, oh, can I use your phone? And he's like, yeah, you can use yeah. my phone. And he's got these business cards, and then she's like, freeze! And he lifts the cards and just up like spr- and drops them. Drops. He's like a sort of ballet pose and like sprinkles, sprinkles the cards and then runs away. And I was like, how? Could he run away? Well, she just asked him to freeze. She and he just said, ran to freeze. She told him to freeze and he didn't. She told him to freeze and I was like, Celia, he murders and he skins murders people. people. He's probably not going to listen to someone who says freeze. It was just the way he was just had absolute blatant disregard to her freeze. Of authority. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah, he runs away into the moth dungeon. I'm just calling it the moth dungeon. Yeah. Moth yeah. cellar. Creepy. Horrible. I feel like, yeah... There's a lot of emphasis on, on whether he's like a transvestite or a transsexual and stuff, but nobody ever mentions the fact that he is a massive Nazi. Mm-hmm. Swastikas all over the place. Um, um, did, like a, there was a blanket or a bedspread yep. or something that had them the, on, was that? Yep. What are they doing there, yep. perchance? Yep. Mm. So, yeah. What a nasty fellow. Maybe, maybe address that situation first, because it's not cool, guys. So... She's running around in this moth dungeon trying to find him and she's, like, shutting doors and covering her bases and being all, like, FBI. Mm. It's great. And then she hears Catherine screaming the place down, being like, somebody get me out of here. And then she's like, you're safe now, it's fine. And then he's, she's, like, trying to get that dog to shut up because the dog's barking yeah. away and she's like, shh, I need to be quiet. But then she's like, yeah, yeah, you're safe. I've got to go. Yeah. The police will be coming soon see you later and she's like don't you leave me here you bitch <laughs> get me out of here now which you would be wouldn't you but like yeah. don't you leave me I'd be like don't you leave me here and then she's like it'll be fine I've just gotta go so she's trying to find him around this thing she comes across this Nazi room mm. and a bathtub which I think may have contained mm. Mrs Lippmann because that's obviously like her it. house oh and then the power goes off oh. and we get night vision mode oh my god it's so scary she's he's just watching her he's just stood watching her just and watching. she's she's stumbling around she's terrified you can tell yeah and there's a bit where he like goes to touch her and he's so close to touching her hair oh, <gasps> oh it's horrible and he's just he just stands there and just lets her crack on with it before that though she had to walk through that moth room which I didn't like and then I was like the lights are off what if one lands on you I'd scream (laughs) I'd scream the building down and then uh, he's got a gun apparently that gun wouldn't make that sound it wouldn't make that clicking noise Mm. yeah but you need it for dramatic effect so he cocks the gun she hears it after being told about her blind spots yeah. she literally does a 180 flip and loads a gun into him yeah bang 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 because he shoots as well but fortunately she doesn't get hit i feel like by the time he's done it she mm. she's absolutely done him and i think she shoots through a window as well so like light floods yeah. the thing which is quite cool and then uh 
yeah so he dies she kind of i think she just sits on the floor and she's like whoo that was intense and then uh it cuts to the rest of the fbi have obviously made it there now and Catherine leaves with the little dog. Little dog, who's precious. filthy then because yeah. it's fallen down a hole. Mm. And I was like, oh. But then that cat's going to be raging when she gets sure. back with that dog. Unwelcome guest, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then um, it cuts to her sort of graduating her FBI training. And I feel like she definitely earned it. She's at this earned point. it, hasn't she? Yeah. yeah. And uh, so she's everyone's been through like, through an ordeal even before she's graduated. I know, right? So she's a fully fledged FBI agent now, which is great. And then it cuts to a big FBI cake. cake. Firstly, the cake's giant. Secondly, how did they get such good icing in the eighties before you could print? Because uh, you can print icing now, but that's how true. Did they do. It was an identical transfer. I don't know. It was perfect. Somebody, it was a perfect somebody cake. maybe made it. But also, how big was that how slice? That woman it's was slab. It was huge, and it was I was like, like a slice of pizza. That will not go around everybody no. if she carries on cutting pieces like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for a proper cake slice, but it was huge. You got to read the number of guests you've it was got. Like a and whole cake. Divide the cake. And the and the, the bug nerds were there, and they said yeah. thanks. And then her friends there, and she's she's like special agent as well, so yeah. they're like special agent Starling, yeah. special agent Bernadette, yeah. So and then she gets a nice like well done off Jack, yep. Which I think he doesn't fancy. Her. He just has genuine respect mm. for her as a colleague, and I think he's like, I'm looking forward to working with you in my division because you're very very good. Yeah. And then. Uh, because she's got a phone call. They're like, oh, you've got a phone call. He's like, don't forget your phone call. And she's like, oh, yeah, better not. Goes to the phone. And it's Hannibal. It's he's Hannibal. Like, Hello, Clarice. And she's like, oh. What a way to spoil Where are you? And then he's like, I've no plans to call on you, so don't worry. Um, I assume you will do me the same courtesy. And she's like, well, you know, I can't do that because I've, you know, lawfully bound mm. to hunt you down. And then uh, he basically say, he says to her, like, have the lambs stopped screaming now? I don't think she says yes or no. Yeah. She doesn't give him an answer, but then he's like, don't try and trace my call. It's not going to be long. I've got to go. I'm having an old friend for dinner. And then Literally. we see Chilton get off the plane uh. and he puts his little hat on. He's wearing a very questionable wig. <laughs> <laughs> and linen suit. Yeah. Puts his little hat on and follows him into a crowd. And then it finishes. And it finishes. Yeah. What a way to end it. I think it. there was a... There was a... They were going to film a scene with him, like, tied to a chair. Oh, really? Chilling tied to a chair and... Yeah. And, like, about to, like, torture him. But they figured that was too dark. But I was too like... Dark. It's a pretty dark film yeah. anyway. You may as well have done it, but... Nah, leave it to the imagination. But I did like I quite like the ambiguity of it yeah. and the fact that he got away. Um What is the next film in the, good. the Hannibal Lecter? There's Red, Red Dragon. Dragon. Someone set in Venice. Oh I don't know. Is it? I don't know. The only thing I remember from the film of Red Dragon, because I've not read the book, is it's Ray Fines and a blind woman and Is one set in the past? think I think so yeah I have no idea is Manhunter sent, sent 
in the past mm. I don't know is it set in the past? Oh, do you know what there should be? There should be a... I don't know. There should be a film where there's a terrible murderer such as Hannibal Lecter mm. and the police in the film go to alternate dimensions <laughs> where they find a good version of Hannibal Lecter who isn't a murderer. He's the same person, but he just isn't a murderer. He's just not a bad person. He's just a good person. And they're like, can you come to our and dimension? And a psychologist so he can yeah. psychoanalyze himself. The, so the whole premise of the film is your counterpart from an alternate dimension has been recruited to catch try. you. You could, do, you could do a whole TV series. Yeah. That would be great. That would be really good. Yeah. I'm, I feel like there must be something similar to that somewhere. You'd hope so, because it's or a good not, idea. bloody goldmine of an idea. Absolutely. Sell that to Copyright. Hollywood. Copyright. I have hereby copyrighted that idea. Yeah, don't steal it. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to write the script, but someone else could if they pay me. There you yeah. go. There's, there's a challenge. There's yeah. a challenge if anyone would like to write a script and send it to us, I'll get the rights. I'll, I'll get, get the, the I'll money. Get, I'll get the money yeah. and the fame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so review, I give this a five out of five because it is really good. It is good. It's isn't very it? tense. It makes me feel icky because of the moths and the skinning and... Yeah, it's really creepy. I like the way you put the moths were the worse the than the skinning. Are the, wor- the moths Am are I, worse. The skinning's worse than the moths, surely. No, no, it's definitely it's moths. Definitely moths. The skinning is not great, but I can, I can <laughs> live with that. In my film, it's a moths. I can't. Blech. Yeah, it's really tense. I like Jodie Foster. She's really, She's really good, good in good, it. She's good, isn't she? She's good in everything, though. I really yeah. like her in Panic Room. I've not seen that. I want to see that one where she's um, the avenging woman. The brave one. Yeah. Yeah, I've not seen that. Apparently mm. that's really good. I do, I do like Jodie Foster. She's good in everything. Was she in um, Bugsy Malone? Yes, she was. Yeah. She was Tallulah, I think. Oh, with Scott Bayo. Was he in it as well? Yeah. Oh, my God. He was Bugsy, I think. Ah. Oh, I love Bugsy Malone. It's mm. great. <laughs> um... I'll probably give it a one out of five because a lot of it is left to your own imagination. It's only the guy. I would give it a five out of five for Gore for the um, the face, the face over the yeah. face. Yeah, I'm giving it a one out of five for humour because it's not very funny, but there are the occasional bits where you're like, oh, that's quite amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's like you find the funny in yeah. in it. I like the <laughs> yeah. But overall, I think it's very, very good. And if you haven't watched it, I think you should. Mm. I think I've, I reckon people have watched it. Everyone's Probably. seen it by this point. Yeah, except me. So, except you. Except me now, but not <laughs> not now. I've seen it now. You've seen it now. What are we doing next? Next, <laughs> next mm. week we're gonna do the stuff. What? It's from. I think it's from the 80s. It's really... The stuff. It's called The Stuff. Yeah. It's very, very cheesy. It's it funny. sounds great. It's funny. It sounds great. It's about... It's a... Well, I'll get into it next week, but I'll, let, I'll show you the trailer. <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. So, yeah, that has been our first birthday episode. Yeah. Woohoo! What a way to celebrate. Yeah. Watch the stuff for next week. In the meantime, we are on Facebook at Wonderful and Strange. We are on Twitter at WNS Horror Pod, and we're also on the emails at Wonderful and Strange at hotmail.com. And also on the Patreon. Mm-hmm. If anyone would like to support us in our 
endeavours. Endeavours. <laughs> that would be nice, yeah. 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 Get a shout out, get some bonus content and thumbs upping. You thumbs can't up see. Him. Sign up thumbs up him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we've we've had a lovely year apart from all the sort of craziness. The the podcast has been fine. Podcast wise, been, um, it's been awesome. Drama. Yeah, podcast wise, it's been awesome. The rest has been drama. But you know, we're we're keeping on getting some content out there, entertaining the masses, entertaining the few, <laughs> entertaining the masses. You know, people stuck at home, working at an office job that they sort of at home not being able to do anything I couldn't work from home I'd get nothing done no you need a lot of uh, discipline I think mm. to do it yeah watch the stuff for next week yep stay safe guys bye, bye. Presented by Climate Power Education Fund. Does big oil care about our streets flooding or our homes burning? Not according to an ExxonMobil top lobbyist. Did we aggressively fight against um, uh, some of the science? Uh, yes. You know, we were looking out for our shareholders. They care about profits, not people. Learn more at polluters.exposed. New hot and iced sunrise batch coffee from Dunkin'. A bright and balanced full-bodied blend brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset. And even after that, because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard. Or rehung. Enjoy a medium hotter iced sunrise batch coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply.